0: Dandy is a pompadoured space explorer searching for strange aliens and female anatomy. Along with his pals QT and Meow, misadventures amongst the stars are never too far away. Is Space Dandy the perfect series to introduce your friends to anime? Or should it be relegated to your own personal weeb watch list? I'm PJ. I'm Skyler. I'm Lauren. And this is Kawaii Disappointment. You know, there are other hosts of this podcast that our listeners have never heard.
1: I mean, they haven't (laughs) heard Linus because you edit him out, but he is constantly in the background.
0: I edit out our other speakers because the other speakers we have are our pets
2: yes yeah
0: we have a dog and a cat the dog is obviously a little bit more of a nuisance to recording because she barks at like anything (laughs) that like remotely steps outside of our door she's a good guard dog and like okay don't get me wrong like right I understand she's trying to protect us but like even like our neighbors have a dog who barks at everyone that comes to the door, but like doesn't bark at us because like she's got like he's gotten used to us, right? Mm-hmm, but Eva mm-hmm. still barks at our neighbors, so it's like several times a day. I mean, several times a day. Yeah,
2: yeah. she doesn't bark don't at us.
0: Don't, don't give her an excuse. Don't make excuses for her. Lauren. No,
1: I I know, I know. Linus barks at everything. You've got to too. even barkier
0: dogs than we do.
1: Yeah, Linus barks all the time. Eli's very quiet, kind of like. Ambrose, for you guys. So they it like balances out. You know, you have one well-behaved, quiet animal and one very vocal, very energetic, very into everything animal.
2: I mean, Ambrose isn't quiet. He's quiet usually during the recording. Not right now, because he's got the zoomies. Oh, yes. And he, he could be really chatty in the most adorable way. He'll be like, meow, 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 meow. I don't think
0: the cat's ever talked that much in one go.
2: A, yeah. Well, it's a, still a spot cat on. Uh, it's still spot-on impression.
0: Well, speaking of meowing... Oh! <laughs> hello, and welcome back to Quiet Appointment, the show where two lifelong weebs, PJ... And Skylar. Guide their non-weep friend... Lauren! ...through a new anime every week to determine if it's a kawaii success or a kawaii disappointment. This week, we are watching Space Dandy as we continue through Listener Month 1 action comedy. This series was recommended by Super Jack, uh, our friend Jackie, and one other unnamed submitter. So thank you both for your recommendation. Ooh, mystery person! (laughs) <laughs> Not you, Jackie. No woo for you.
1: No, Jackie is incredible. I
0: Wait, love no, Lauren yes.
2: already wooed Jackie. I did.
0: Oh, you've been wooing Jackie? <gasps> uh, I could only be <laughs> so <teen>. lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any case, thank you for your recommendation, as this week we are, g- once again, going to be watching Space Dandy. Mm. And Lauren, yes. Space Dandy, Yeah, tell me, with that name, mm-hmm, what do you mm-hmm. think it's going to be about?
1: Okay, so- So, I mean, when I hear the word dandy, I instantly think of the dandies in the late 18th early 19th century, they were these very well-to-do men who were very aware of their appearance and how they presented themselves. So they were always trying to be like gentlemen of leisure and like, I don't do anything and I'm not like other girls and like wearing really pretty clothes and like, they're just, they were all just for show. So I'm thinking our protagonist is going to be a dandy where he's very self-absorbed, very aware of his image and just like portraying this very, you know, happy not happy go lucky but just like whatever kind of blase attitude about the world. Um but it's in space cuz you know, space dandy. So
0: wow. I the the last leap there, I don't know, I don't know how you got there but but I see it.
2: It's a bit of a stretch. I think. I think. We can't see the whiteboard with all the, um, all marker the string. Yeah, equations. all the string <laughs> connecting it <laughs> together. It makes sense if you see that. But uh,
0: yeah. She showed her work. All right. Well, once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change?
1: It's definitely in space. So if I had any reservations about that, um, I no longer do. So I'm thinking this man here in the middle is like Elvis meets Johnny Bravo. <laughs> and um he's gonna be our dandy look at him look at that hair look at that space suit clearly i don't i don't think i'm off the mark in calling him a a dandy i think he's very self-absorbed i think he i think he's very aware of just like how he comes off in the world and is very blase about everything i don't think there's a one single thought in this man's head to the left this cat-like ferret-like I can't tell. It's an alien, I believe, because we're in space. So our cat-like alien is his sidekick. I think this alien is very smart, very sarcastic, very snarky. He will be there for Dandy when he is needed, but he's going to give him shit the entire time. I think that they have a very combative relationship. I would love to see it. I'd love to see it. And then this little robot on the right kind of, kind of reminds me of Wally. That, like, you know, the head and then the the body beneath. So this I'm this robot that looks nothing like Wally. It's, it's round instead of square, but you know, there's a similar color scheme. There aren't any arms, I I grant you, and there's no binoculars. But anyway, it reminded me of Wally. No so, neck. No neck. Yeah. Anyway, um,
2: so <laughs> <laughs> this this robot that looks like Wally except nothing like Wally reminded me of Wally. <laughs> Apparently, Lauren is robot races and all robots
1: all look robots the same. All robots look the same. Yep. I could have gone with a Star Wars, but I went with a Pixar
2: instead. because <laughs> you don't know the Star Wars. Well, no, I'm joking. How dare you. We watched already, Star Wars. We Visions. had that whole
0: episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Listen to our Star Wars Visions episode, everyone.
1: There you go. That's a plug. So anyway, this robot that looks nothing like Wally reminded me of Wally, and I'm thinking they're going to be very sweet, but they're very clumsy. They mess up a lot. They they so desperately want to help and like want to be the Dandy's right hand robot man person. They're like the Steve Urkel
2: of this story,
1: but like so sweet and like you can't stay mad at them because they're just so adorable. But everything they do kind of makes the situation worse,
0: which is the opposite of Steve Urkel because he makes. Situation worse and you just hate him exactly the whole time.
1: Yeah. Not so, the audience. Not like Wally, not like Steve Urkel, but like Wally and like Steve Urkel. <laughs> um the robot might end up saving the day accidentally, just through having so much gone wrong. Maybe they'll like sabotage the villains or something. But yeah, I think the robot's really gonna be a sweet little character. That's gonna be a our space dandy and his two sidekicks. Okay. Love
0: it. And what what do you think they're doing in space?
1: Space stuff, man. I don't <laughs> Oh, he dandy has these stuff. like dandy stuff. He has these blasters, so I think he's going to be a like a Star-Lord type personality like a- character. Um, Like kind of like
0: a bounty hunter type
1: maybe a bounty hunter I think yeah you know I think he's probably just going for money I don't think he's in it because like you know revenge or adventure I think he's like I just need money so that I can continue to pay for these fabulous outfits and continue to have my hair coiffed the way that it is so he probably takes up odd jobs to pay for his extravagant lifestyle and he takes his sidekicks along with him the robot doesn't care the robot's in for the ride no matter what and the cat's like I fucking hate you, but I'll go with you.
2: As all, me. as all cats inherently are. Dude, my cat does not hate me. I know he our cat, literally look,
0: loves me so much. But internally, all cats have a sensor where they have to at least somewhat hate the humans that own them.
2: That's what I understand.
0: But we'll see how much this cat hates its owner or not mm. owner. I mean, we're, we're I was just thinking they were partners. Here. But uh, as we go ahead and watch episodes one and two of Space Dandies, so we're going to do that and we'll be right back. So stay tuned, everyone. All right, we're back. We had Lauren watch episodes one and two of Space Dandy. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? This was
1: so ridiculous, but it was just so fun. I love that it's just like we're throwing continuity out the window. Nothing matters. (laughs) Just every episode, you just watch Space Dandy v. Space Dandy, and that's
2: literally it. And sometimes he dies. (laughs) But then comes back in the next episode.
0: (laughs) It would honestly, it's you know what? If there's so much to talk about. Let's just get through some quick housekeeping because I have so much to say about it. <laughs> so, Space Dandy is an original anime by Studio Bones, directed by Shinichiro Wanatabe, who is you know most famous for also doing Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo, Oh, uh, and also by Shingo Natsumi, who worked on Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood before moving on to Space Dandy in 2014. The series was done again by Studio Bones for Tokyo MX and uh, Adult swim here in america and originally ran from january 4th 2014 to september 28th 2014 for 26 episodes fun fact about it it actually premiered in america first it premiered in on January fourth in America and then January fifth in Japan. Oh,
1: Whoa. take that, Japan!
0: Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, no. no, there is a manga adaptation of the series, but ironically, just how everything worked out, it released before the series. So while the series started January fourth, the manga began serialization December twentieth of twenty thirteen and ran until September of twenty sixteen for a total of two volumes. So. Just the way that it ended up working out, Masafumi Horada was the writer and somehow just beat the TV staff (laughs) out the door.
1: That's so funny.
0: In addition to the show, there is an iPhone and Android game that was released to a company, Space Dandy, that was just Galaga called Space Galaga.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. This is getting better and better.
0: (laughs) But with that, that is all the context we have for Space Dandy. So let's quickly break down episodes one and two. In episode one, alien hunter Dandy and his robot companion QT search the galaxies for rare alien species while aboard their spaceship, the Aloha Oe. They travel to a local restaurant named Boobies, where they eventually find a Beetlejuician, later recognized as Meow. However, Danny mistakes Meow for a new species after tussling with him. Meow boards the Aloha-Oi and tells Danny and QT about a planet inhabited with rare alien species. The Aloha-Oi crew ventures into an unknown dimension where, when Meowie foolishly engages their broken warp drive, in which Danny then pulls on a wayward cosmic string and brings them to the planet by coincidence. Dandy and Meow set foot on this planet only to be chased by giant creatures. When Dandy and Meow are unable to return to their spaceship, Dandy orders QT to activate a seeker weapon that obliterates the entire planet and everything on it, including the crew. In episode 2, <laughs> Dandy is tipped off by <laughs> Meow about a so-called phantom ramen made by an undiscovered alien species. The Aloha Oi crew travels to Rasta, a station filled with many ramen restaurants. Through the trip, Meow posts each location online using his phone, inadvertently leaving a trail for scientists of the Gogol Empire named Dr. Jell, who sends armed forces to follow and capture Dandy. Scarlet, a receptionist at the registration center for captured space aliens, aids Dandy by easily defeating the armed forces on her own. After realizing that he is being tracked down, Dandy ejects Meow's phone outside the ship. The crew eventually finds a restaurant which sells the Phantom Ramen, but Dandy and Meow are sucked into a wormhole inside the ramen machine, bringing them to a ramen cart owned by an elderly alien named Pops, who serves them Phantom Ramen and tells them a moving story about how he became a ramen salesman. Dandy and Meow then leap back to the restaurant where QT is waiting for them, and that's episodes one and two of Space Dandy.
2: Listen, <laughs> listen. The puns in this anime is literally so, so funny, fucking funny, so good. Yeah, PJ,
1: how did you enjoy them? You're a punny guy. I mean,
0: this show, this show is fucking amazing in every capacity. I love just how ridiculous it is, and so I mean funny. that like just in truly like the best way.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that there's so many fourth wall breaks, and they acknowledge the fourth wall breaks.
2: They're like, we yes. gotta stop breaking the fourth wall.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Like I like when they acknowledge the narrator because like when he's describing something and he's like yeah like this alien and that alien and this alien and that alien and they're like wow he really phoned that one in like, <laughs> and then they keep going about it he's like enough fourth wall breaks we have a mission to complete. <laughs> Oh god! It's, it's so funny. It's
1: so funny. It's so it doesn't take itself seriously. You know, it's not trying to be this really crazy space adventure with this fun protagonist named Dandy. It's just like we're this is what we are, and we're just gonna be nothing but this.
2: Yeah, it's very like 1970s, like almost Charlie's Angels, but like more ridiculous,
0: like the 2000s Charlie's Angels.
2: Yeah, it's more rapid. <laughs> it's more representative of the early 2000s Charlie's Angels, mm-hmm. the wacky adventures, the jokes, tug and cheek.
0: I will say when this came out, it was not received very well.
2: I can see that. What?
0: But I think it's because of the reputation, right? Like you're creating, you're releasing this brand new anime and you're like, but yeah, to be like, yeah, like, you know, here we are. The series is being done by legendary, you know, legendary anime director Shinichiro Watanabe. Created Cowboy Bebop, created Samurai Champloo, like these very serious cinematic touchdowns in anime. Here we are ready for his next foray into the evocative... You know, musical landscapes of anime. Oh, it's like a boob jokes and ass jokes, and I think people are allowed to have both. You know, people are onions; they contain multitudes.
2: They're they're layered, if you will. Let this man (laughs) relax and tell his booby jokes.
0: Exactly, and ultimately, like it's. I think in in a vacuum, it is a fun show. Like I think if you take that context out, if that expectation out, I guess, like Mm -hmm. it's a phenomenal show.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I thought that this was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And I love that you can literally jump into this anywhere because it doesn't matter and you would know exactly what's going on
0: so let's talk about the elephant in the room right which is the end of episode one ends with the entire crew dying and literally ends with a big like the end screen and then episode two just picks up and like
2: nothing 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 wrong no (laughs) consequences no maybe we watched the last Episode first, <laughs> and then no. episode the two, thing, the whole thing is just a big flashback.
0: It's like Saint Elsewhere or something, where the entire rest of the show is like their life flashing before their eyes.
2: It's a Jacob's Ladder.
0: <laughs> it's a Jacob's Ladder scenario, of course. There you uh, go. Shout out our uh, How Did This Get Made <laughs> crossover listeners. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like that, you know, wacky situations. You're probably wondering how I got into this mess. And then the rest of the show would be them getting into the mess. No, they met Meow for the first yeah. time in episode one, figured out what he was, and then episode two just like picked back up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love that he's called um, a Beetlejuiceian. I was ready for Beetlejuice to show up at some point as I watched this. Beetlejuice
0: is a galaxy.
1: Mm. You keep saying his name. He's going to pop up. That's all I'm saying. Yes, he, you know, it's a galaxy, but there's also a a galaxy. It's like
0: um, a star. It's something in space. It's like, it's a star. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But you guys keep saying his name. I was ready for him to show up, either the either the star I, or the person.
2: I love that. Like Lauren right now is definitely taking like the Bloody Mary kind of like route. We're just like, I'm not saying his name. I'm not fucking saying that. <laughs>
0: but it has to be spoken three times unbroken.
2: Yeah, and you guys are really tempting fate. Every we time. have not
0: said it unbroken.
2: <laughs> no, I know. I said but- it, and then he said it. I have to say it three times, or he has to say it three times. You know,
0: the second you take a break, you know it's Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, because. <laughs> You know, blah 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 blah. I don't remember the rest of the song. (laughs) But regardless, yeah, I do I was like at first I because there's so many pop culture references, mm-hmm. I was like, this might be both, you know? It but could. there's nothing else Beetlejuicy about him that I was like, ah, eh, he's just from, you know, the star.
1: He's from the star, yeah. Or
2: somewhere near the star. Let's talk about Meow's whiskers. His whiskers are animated so cute and they're so like uh like prevalent about his character design. don't. Um, they're so big. Yeah, he just looks so fucking cute. And I love him, but he would he would claw your eyes right out. Probably I don't care. I mean, so unless I gave him
1: probably <laughs> spoken like a true cat mom. Um, <laughs> I did love that he loved ramen though in episode two. I mean, the He's whole a episode connoisseur two, of a ramen. connoisseur and he knew where all of these places were. He's like, I can get you, I can hook you up. I got oh, you.
2: speaking of the ramen, the names of the places, like the uh, Full Metal Noodleist.
0: <laughs> Men in Bleh or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did love the names. And again, Full Metal Noodleist is especially funny cuz the other uh chief director is uh was like like the main animator on Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood.
2: Right. That's funny. Full Metal Noodleist.
0: Full, <laughs> Full Metal, Metal Noodleist.
2: I would watch that show. <laughs> I'd go to that
1: ramen restaurant.
0: But I will say, like, another thing I really liked about that whole, like, ramen journey was we like to have fun here at the Quietest Appointment Podcast, but sometimes we have to get serious. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Don't check in at every location? (laughs) And something that you should be very mindful of as a person is maybe don't constantly stream your location out to the world, right? (laughs) Especially if you're a woman. We are very trackable as people these days because everyone likes to be like, oh my God, guess what? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. And it's very easy for people to find where you are as uh, some, some advice don't post your location until you've moved on to the next location you know if you're going to two restaurants or a restaurant in the movie wait till you're at the movie to post that you were at the restaurant wait till you're home to post that you were at the movie or even wait until the next day several days later whatever it might be take take precautions to make sure that you are not easily stockable.
2: yeah do what i do where i'm like ooh, i'm gonna do this when i get home and then just don't do it oh so just abstinence <laughs> <laughs> Forgetfulness. More or less. Th- that'd be like <laughs> that's
0: that. Fair. That's like my favorite form of sexual education. Where it's like every time you think about having sex, think Don't. I'll do it later, <laughs> and then you're not horny anymore.
2: Forget about it.
0: It's super easy when you stop being horny.
2: I literally like. I'm like, oh, I should add. When we went to the like Ricky Montgomery concert, I was like, oh, I need to add this to my story. I took a bunch of video, did not add anything. We went to like the Lights Festival Farm. With Casey, I was like, can't wait to put this on my feed. Did not do it, forgot about it. That's why you're alive, Skylar.
0: Exactly. It's the only reason we we, we would have been murdered. <laughs>
1: yeah. The second
0: that you posted those pictures, there was a serial killer at that location ready to take you out. They were ready. Uh, but speaking of horny stuff, this anime has a lot of uh, sexual stuff, but like not in a like starting at the French High sc- level of like sexuality. <laughs> High school DXD.
1: It's, it's just High like there, DXD. right? And I love
0: the way they poke fun at it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. I know it is a term, but I'd never heard the term restaurants before. I
2: think that's what they call hooters. No, it is. It is. Yeah. That's why I said uh, I
0: know it's a term, but I've just never heard it before.
1: I hadn't either until today. I was today years old.
0: Well, obviously, boobies is just a Hooters, uh, you know, allegory. Well, yes. yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I figured that. But I did not know restaurants was a thing outside of this anime. I was like, ah, another pun. That's funny. And then I just. Oh, yeah. No, on. a lot of
2: older men use the word restaurant. Ooh. And they think it's so fucking funny when they're talking about Hooters. And then they also make jokes about strip clubs, about like the wings being super good at strip clubs. And well, they're like, to be fair, that's a
0: restaurant. The wings are supposed to be very good at Hooters. I've heard from many a people, me being a wing wing guy, you know, I love my wings. I have been told many a times that I should go to Hooters to try their wings.
1: Okay, so apparently the Hooters logo, when you look at it, I've always seen an owl. Apparently men see a dress and the O's are the boobs. I didn't realize it was...
0: I've never met a guy who thought it was a dress.
1: I've met several. Me either. I, I've i met several. I thought, I don't know. It's I've like, always thought it, it was an owl. It's
0: like, not to, not to be mean, right? But like the men that see your dress are literal fucking idiots. Like it's an owl. <laughs> like it's not an ambiguous owl, right? It's an owl. It's and an it's owl. it's called hooters. Like the joke is there, obviously, but it's an owl. It's still supposed to be boobs. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'm just I'm- like. I'm just sh- so shocked right now when you, what you the, have put it to this place. Yeah,
2: I'm looking at the logo right now. And it's like, if you said. The most owl
0: fucking owl that has ever owled.
2: If you said maybe this was the fucking sail that was roped upon Ariel from the little mermaid's body, I'd be like, I guess that's a dress. Like, I don't see a dress at all. I have not either. It would have either. to be extreme couture for this to be a fucking dress. Maybe they were I also looked designers. at an
0: old Hooters girl uniform Same. just to see if the logo changed. Nope. It was even more owly back then. They've yeah. lessened the owliness and it's still so owly. Maybe...
2: It looks more like a walnut. Maybe Speaking of owly, are... oh.
0: more like howly, Hawaii, Aloha Oe. Look, oh what a perfect transition. <laughs> wow. I do love that his ship is called the Aloha Oe. That
2: is really cute.
0: I mean, it fits into the whole like, you know, very like Elvis vibe very, that he's got going very on. very
1: Elvis vibe. Yes. Like, Hunk a hunk of burning love. Hunk of something. (laughs) I will say, my (laughs) predictions, other than (laughs) cute. Other than QT, um, my prediction wasn't that far off. Not, I was like, no, no, is Elvis no, no, no. in
2: space? <laughs> yeah, you're pretty accurate. I mean, like...
0: And Elvis was a fucking loser.
2: I like <laughs> that he's not, like, a super Johnny Bravo. Like, I mean, like, he goes to place where you're literally paying for women's attention. So, like, you know, you could say that, you know, there's elements of being a loser in it. But, like, not really to my friends that like strip clubs and Hooters restaurants. But... I like that it's not like a, oh, my God, like beating him up all the time for it. Like, he's just kind of existing in his own bubble. Very much so. And like he creates chaos and stuff, but like the girlies at the restaurant are like, haha, this is fun. But also, I'm being paid to be here.
0: Yeah. The capitalism
2: <laughs> can't <laughs> escape it in space.
0: He does have his whole like long spe- speech about like true men are ass men.
2: Yes, he
1: does. <laughs> I forgot about the and ass men. He- he and QT's like, what the tune. fuck are
0: you talking about? But then, like, immediately the second he sees Honey's very, you know, ample breasts. He's like, this is what I want. And even QT's like, it's funny because it's the next episode, right? So the last episode ended with them dying, but that speech was in episode one. And then in episode two, QT's like, weren't you just talking about how you're an ass man? <laughs> he
2: was <laughs> like, I've, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my but God. That, that was
0: where I was like, okay, we for sure didn't miss anything, right? We absolutely did <laughs> Like, this show is it. just ridiculous. And
2: I mean, yes. the, the villain is the same right
0: yes yes dr gel okay so let's also talk about dr gel here because i fucking love the design for dr gel
2: and the bdsm fucking and, and the
0: bdsm statue of, statue of liberty ship that was so sick <laughs> his ship is like this big like star starburst ship but at like the the apex of it is the statue of liberty's head with a ball gag in it mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and that, that
0: was, is just fucking badass that was
1: amazing <laughs> That was a really fun visual to see.
0: It in the went middle fucking of this. crazy. I was obsessed with it. <laughs> and Dr. Jell, you know, looks like a like a monkey Uncle Sam, mm-hmm. a little bit <laughs> like an Uncle Samian,
2: like <laughs> Plants of the Ape. Uh-huh. exactly. And then
0: and then like the king he serves is like this skull king that has a crown made of like like planets, planets? and that was also fucking badass. The character designs of this are fucking lit.
1: Yes, yeah, I love it. Absolutely, yeah. All the aliens look very alieny. Like there are some where I was like, I don't know, I don't know what you've got going on, but I'm into it. So they get a definite A plus for character design.
0: Can eat you out, my fellow weeb's. We hope you're enjoying this first listener recommended month, and while January's lineup is locked in, that does not mean there's not room for your recommendation in future months. If you have an anime you'd like us to cover, the recommendation form can be found on our website or Beacon's page, which can both be found in the show notes. If you're craving more Kawaii Disappointment, then check out our Patreon! Hours and hours of bonus content are available immediately for just $3 a month, and more is always on the way along with exclusive polls, Q&As, and goodies at our higher tiers. January is sure to have some great content, like our reduced redo of Haikyuu, our Winter 2023 Kawaii Desu Season Preview, where Skylar and Lauren give rapid-fire predictions of all the new anime coming this season, and more. Find us on Patreon by searching for Kawaii Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod special shout out to our wonderful patrons starting off with our eternal desu patron our $8 tier the truly incomparable alex j they're not alone though as we have our amazing super desu patrons our $5 tier nene kilua magic girl girl charlotte rebel indonesia and jellums and our kawaii desu patrons our $3 tier eliza l albany g Aubrey z and nymphomercial you're all pretty kawaii desu in my book if you're looking for other ways to support the podcast, you could shop at Right Stuff, which has a huge collection of anime, manga, and figures, or get yourself a super cute monthly Japanese box from So Kawaii. And if you use our affiliate links, a portion of your purchase kicks back to us. You can find those affiliate links on our websites or Beacons page, which can both be found in the show notes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesuPod, or go to KawaiiDesuPod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-S o spread the word about us and if you feel so inclined leave a review on itunes rate us five stars on spotify or wherever you listen to us it really does help we will see you all again next week as we close out action comedy month with gintama now back to the podcast so clearly there's more going on with space Dandy, right like i don't think yeah. even he knows but he is being hunted by, like, the galaxy, ev- like, the evil galaxy king. Yes. Clearly. And, like, is, like, a high-priority target for the Gogol Empire. But, like, this motherfucker doesn't know that.
1: No. Yeah. He absolutely doesn't. And he keeps <sighs> avoiding them on accident. And they're like, oh, my God, Space Dandy is so wily and
0: clever. It's very Trigun. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Trigun is so good. It's so good. But Trigun St- Stampede just started, so I guess plug for Trigun Stampede. Oh,
2: okay.
0: look at that but yeah you know in that same like you know like the human typhoon like that just goes through towns and to destroy them but and the, but then you watch the show and you're like oh he's literally just circumstantially a part of all of this but that's literally <laughs> what's happening with space danny like you yeah. know like they, they just think he's like this super genius that's avoiding them but like you know he was just dumb enough to pull on the thread of the universe and get pulled somewhere weird and then similar thing can I also say at the end in episode one one, the Galaxy King gets so mad at uh, Doctor Gel when he's like, "Oh, sorry, we lost him. Can we like pick this up next week?" <laughs> <laughs> that he destroys the ship so like yes. everyone dies in episode
1: one but then they all come back as if nothing had happened in but they also two. have they also <laughs> refer to things that happened in episode one like it's canon oh uh, my god it's incredible
0: i really do love it so much so um but like good. yeah in episode two then you have like scarlet you know destroying the entire she was fleet so
1: fucking cool she, she was, was so fucking cool she was only on there for like a blip but i was like goddamn her Ooh, character
0: design like the way her face is drawn and the way her hair is like she looks like and maybe like i'm Jessie reaching here from pokemon? she looks like a grown-up jesse from pokemon like 100 yep, percent.
2: that's what i thought exactly like,
0: it's like wild how much her face looks like it too because it's not just that she has red hair right like i don't think all redheads look like jesse from pokemon she looks like jesse from pokemon though
2: yeah if you're like this is jesse's Aunt from Pokemon, I would be like, "Yep, that's true." Yeah, I was there. I was.
0: I was there. <laughs> <laughs> but real quick, going back to uh Doctor Gel, my favorite moment, like the moment, the one moment where I had to turn to Skyler and be like, "Oh my fucking god," was when he was like, "I'm going to chase you, Space Dandy, to infinity and beyond." <laughs> i was I like these that? motherfuckers just infinity and beyond us
1: they did they did i remember him going to infinity i was like is he gonna do it is he gonna do it and he did i was
2: like aha <laughs> yeah he did it i like that you're just prepared for that and i'm just like oh huh he said the <laughs> thing Oh, he did a, he thought, I understand that reference. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank God.
0: And Thank- there's a lot of references to stuff in this, right? Because, like, again, you look at episode one, and when they're on the giant monster planet, uh, where they inevitably die, <laughs> um, you have a lot of moments that happen in the background that are really cool references to stuff. So, like, obviously, I think one of my favorite moments is when Meowie's like, I know these guys look big, but they're all so chill. Watch. And then he really gets, like, fucked up by one. <laughs> <laughs> But then, like when they all start going crazy and attacking, at one point, like the mountain gets split in half. Um, mm-hmm. and then a, there's a giant robot inside of the mountain that then comes out and starts fighting the robots, and we're just in a giant, you know, mecha versus kaiju oh, fight, yes! yeah, happening in the background. And then when the mecha loses and starts getting like sucked into like the maw of the of the robot, it gives the Terminator two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Like, again, just so many quick references that are just happening in the background of the scene, and I love it.
2: That's what makes Space Dandy Space Dandy. (laughs) You know, it wouldn't be... It's the spaciest, dandiest.
1: The spaciest and the dandiest. That's I for will, sure. I will give a quick shout out to my little robot girl, QT, who is the only one on that ship with any brain cells, even though her model is severely outdated. She's trying. She's yeah, I, trying. I
0: love QT, <laughs> but I was also like, I hate. I agreed with, with Dandy when they've already ordered their food and are eating it. And that's when QT's like, we do not have any money, by the way. And Dandy's like, you could have said that while we were fucking ordering. <laughs>
1: Oh my god. Yeah. She's the tech is outdated. outdated. It just took yeah. a bit to process. I love their really slow. God, what was it? The like the transporter too.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, it's <laughs> like all their tech. Is 20 is seconds. So
0: outdated. Yeah. It's so
1: outdated, but he keeps out running these like warlords <laughs> Oh, uh, so good.
0: I do think. They, I think QT is a refer. I think QT is male.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh okay. okay, okay. I mean, they would have to. They have to be binary, don't they? Because they're ones or zeros. So
0: yeah, they're is, <laughs> robots. <laughs> robots can only exist in the binary. <laughs> they're not only- on binary for robots. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was like, well, you know, I don't want to assume, and I was like, no, no, it's literally a, bi- a binary system.
0: <laughs> now, if you're a robot and you want to be non-binary, you you go off, sis. You
1: you do you. We support you. But
0: yeah, I like that QT is like the only one keeping all of this together.
1: Thank God for they're QT. literally
2: the glue they and are. the brains.
1: Uh, And I, yeah, he had the funniest one-liners to me, too. Not maybe the funniest, but the ones that made me laugh the most, because they would just counteract everything Dandy just said, being like, that's not right. (laughs) They're the
2: ones, like, you know, explaining the joke. We get
0: (laughs) We get it, QT. <laughs> you don't have to fucking say it and again. No.
2: <laughs> no, but wow, because it is very like this is why this joke is funny. Like the like we gotta stop breaking the fourth wall. It's appreciated, and I love it. And it's so cute. It's so cute. Trying his little best.
0: Try his little best. You know who is a fucking shit though? We talked about that already, but Meowie is a little shit. He is a little, like,
1: little shit. Like, Meowie
0: is nothing but problems, <laughs> real talk.
1: He really is. He is a cat to the nth degree. I mean, when Dandy was looking for a snack and he found out Meow ate all of it, and Meow was just like, what? I was hungry.
2: See, like, I when I first saw him, meow, I thought uh, ferret instead of cat.
0: I see that because it has a long body, but ultimately its face is drawn very cat-like.
2: Yes, yeah. I've been I've
1: been confused by dogs and foxes before, so <laughs> <I've> <laughs> was, I was. So I, I know my to your cat
0: ferret struggle. I do <laughs> fellow animal confusers unite? <laughs> But Meowie's also a fucking per- pervy menace, Oh, right? Yeah. Like Meowie's over here in, at Booby's, like taking pictures of all the women without oh, them knowing.
1: That was creepy as hell. I was. And like, then the other thing, do like
0: it. he, when when we see Meowie like interacting on the ship, Meowie does have a body pillow that Meowie sleeps with. Mm-hmm. I, I keep calling love it Meowie. It. It's just Meow. It's just Meow. I don't know why I keep saying Meowie.
2: Probably chainsaw like, man. Miao-y? Oh. That oh maui is funny because of hawaii, because of the Aloha hawaii. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is funny uh no we just finished chainsaw man like a week ago and like the cat on that's name is miaui
0: so i think a lot of, yeah regardless uh lauren do you know body pillows i think yes
1: i do yes i do, I do if you had them. to
0: have a body pillow of one character in all of media what body pillow would you have
1: oh my god i don't want one
0: I didn't say you wanted one. I said you had to have one. Ew.
1: Uh... Moriarty. Ew. Uh... It would have to be an animal because I don't want any humans. That's gross.
0: Oh, so you're a furry is what you're telling me. <laughs> this is
1: when it's revealed, I guess.
0: <laughs> no hate. No hate. I support the furry no. community here. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: We had a whole furry month.
1: We did have a whole furry month. Shout out to the
2: furries out Shout there.
0: Shout out furry month. Check out furry <laughs> month. Skylar, who's your who's your anime body pillow character?
2: Not Anatomy Kanto.
0: I was going to say, or- it's either Nanami or Levi. It's either Nanami yeah. or Levi.
2: Literally, my uh, my lock screen right now is a collage of Captain Levi and Nanami from Jujutsu Kaisen.
0: <laughs> Give me your forger.
1: Oh, your? That's so cute. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, no, she's cute. You can have it. I allow that.
0: You gotta pick something, Lauren.
1: Uh, I'll pick
2: the the wolf in To Your Eternity.
1: <laughs>
0: All the right, I the, guess.
2: <laughs> the, for newer listeners, Lauren is asexual. So. Yes.
0: Right. This is just a body pillow. It is not most. I will honestly say ninety nine percent of people do. Eh, I'd say like eighty five percent of people <laughs> do not use body pillows in any sexual turn. capacity, and it's I personally wouldn't either. It's literally just like uh, uh, it simulates that companionship, right? So. Uh. Obviously, for what most people still want that companionship from a character that they are attracted to, it is more than okay for you to pick a character that you just want to cuddle up with.
1: And I would want to cuddle up with a domesticated wolf. I think that would be soft as hell. Aww. Yeah.
0: Skylar, ha- I have purchased a body pillow for Skylar before.
2: <laughs> Skylar, <laughs> ooh, why don't ooh, you tell, tell them me. what your
0: body pillow was? <laughs>
2: Um, it was from a line from creator uh YouTube and TikTok are extraordinary, pro D. He does the the goofy evanescence cover and so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, but he put he would do these skits about inanimate objects like in SimPai, uh like Syndrome stuff, mm-hmm. and um, he had fridge coon, refrigerator coon,
0: and so nine times out of ten on uh, body pillows, one side has them like looking very like shy and in fully clothed. And the other side is them, like, basically naked, naked? or, like, oh. in underwear and stuff. That's just how body pillows tend to be when you're looking at the sexualized body oh, pillows. Okay. And so Fridge Coon had, like, the, like, fridge. It had, it's, it's literally just a fridge. An actual fridge with, like, an anime face on it, right? And the first one is, like, the super shy face and the other one is, like, the very, like, sexualized face with the fridge doors open and you can see the food inside.
2: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> <Super> racy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. We don't slut shame. We don't.
1: If the Refrigerator coon wants to have his doors open he can have his doors open
0: exactly or
1: her
2: or, or, her, or, or there
1: yes uh
0: speaking of uh, food the ramen oh my uh, all, god. all some of it looked weird some of it looked delicious oh my god but the final ramen looked amazing
1: well, oh, oh, that yeah,
0: was definitely. like, that was the ramen. The ramen. And I like that it's like this little like restaurant at the end of the world. Like, you know, um, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy vibes.
1: Very much so. Yeah. Oh, yes.
0: One hundred percent. And I love that Pops has this tragic backstory, but it ultimately boils down to him being a fucking idiot. It's like, it's literally just like him being like fucking Tokyo Revengers, like out out in the streets, you know, just uh, this like teen bike gang being like this badass. And then his girlfriend's like, give me a light. And he just burns her alive by accident.
2: God. Oh my God. That was so funny. It was so funny. Oh my God. I want to watch that Tokyo Revengers.
0: <laughs> that's actually how Tokyo Avengers ends is Takamichi just burns his girlfriend alive
1: and then he has to (laughs) run away and he becomes a a ramen chef at the end of the universe
2: he is actually because it's always like he's the reason why she dies in some way yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would I'd would just say that at least he would do something interesting and not fucking irritating. <laughs> I was gonna say I was like, that's a better
1: protagonist right there. <laughs> oh
0: god. Yeah, pop I would watch I'd watch pop pop Tokyo Pop Avengers. Absolutely I would. But I like that the entire time like the 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 tragedy of the episode, right, is that Meow doesn't get to eat the ramen. He but doesn't. the entire time I was literally just yelling, it's kinda of like why isn't he eating the ramen right now? Why isn't he like while they're talking even after it's like we've got to go they're still talking when danny's like room for one more um but like meow meow was just sitting there I'm like eat your ramen now eat while they're talking eat while you're running eat at any point and then Literally. you know he doesn't get to eat it he does
2: not get to eat it i know poor baby yeah that's like me like being like no i want to like i need to keep this intact." Entire- PG pj knows my morning routine like i can't I hate taking food on the go. I either have to eat it before I leave or eat it when I get there. And so often I just don't get a chance to eat because of like the way time works and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great. I guess I have to wait till, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then PJ is always like, if you just ate it on the go, you'd be fine. I'm just like, I
0: can't. You've got to embrace your inner anime girl who runs with toast in her mouth. It's I'm not true. like other I'm girls. I'm like that. Like I'll be running like I need breakfast before this shift. So I'd be like going to the food truck, grabbing something and like eating it on my way to the location. Like mm-hmm. I'm like that anime girl, but replace the toast with like a burrito. Like <laughs>
1: A
2: burrito is a perfect on-the-go The burrito sex.
0: is literally designed to be on-the-go.
2: Hello. Yes. Can't wait to draw that instead of toast. It's just PJ running with a burrito <laughs> in his mouth.
0: Get, please draw this.
2: <laughs> Jackie, get on it.
0: <laughs> Don't enlist Jackie to draw stuff for us. You're a perfectly good artist.
2: And Jackie is, is also, also a, a perfectly
0: good artist. good artist. She is, but does not owe us any art. But, I mean, if you ever want to draw some, that, that, that's your own business. <laughs> But yeah, there's so much fun stuff about this anime. It's so funny. It's so ridiculous. I feel like if you didn't watch it, ideally, you've got that understanding from the way that we're talking about it. You know, as much as there are references and allusions to all of this different media, you know, if you look at things like the Aloha and stuff, there's also references and allusions to a lot of different music. So why don't we talk about the music of Space Dandy?
1: It just added so much to the ridiculousness of the situation that was happening, because sometimes the music would be super intense, like when you got the tragic backstory. Right. And so it just, it added so much to that, but then it also could partner and be just as silly as the rest of it. Very well done.
0: Yeah and I I also just really love the vibe it gives ultimately cuz it it's really feeling that I know there's an actual like name for the genre but that like space retro funk vibe <laughs>
2: space funk Yeah space you funk know, it's
1: perfect yeah
0: I think it's called like quantum core or something like that like yeah. it's something <laughs> it's cuz it's also an aesthetic right like people who love having that, like, you know, pin-up space girl aesthetic and stuff. This is that... That music is that same genre name, and that's, like, totally the vibe we're going for here. Yeah,
2: Disco is just, like, such a fun kind of time. Disco And, died. like, it's definitely, like, a homage. And I love it. It's great. It really makes you feel like, um... You know, you should be at that one restaurant in Walt Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) That one restaurant in Walt Walt Walt
0: Disney World. World. It's up to you, audience, to figure out which one. No, Um, no, there's
2: only one. All the rest of them are fronts.
0: I think I know. I think you mean the sci fi drive in restaurant, right?
2: Yes. Like the B movie. Uh, yeah, there's space. a restaurant
0: at Disney World where the you it looks like you're essentially at a drive-in. It's very much set up like that. There's a giant screen being projected, and all of the tables look like you're sitting in an old school car. Uh, it's very so cool. Highly recommend. Food's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to Disney World, <laughs> there's some tips. It's
2: better than Mom's. It's, so uh,
0: yeah, that restaurant's a little intense. The music, uh, normally I obviously tell you who does the music. Can't really do that here because it's a fuck ton of people. Oh, they really went all out on the music for this show. There are easily two to seven to eight people that could work on the music for an individual episode because each song could be done by a different person. You know, if you look at even just like, I'm, I have like the music section up here, right? And I'm looking at like episode six. There's a song by the band Junk Fujiyama, Latin Quarter, Fujimara Yoshino, Yasuyuki Okamura. And then we move to like episode seven and it has music by Zen La Rock, Groovement Spot, combo like they really just—it's—it's it's not just you know one score. It is this giant collection of artists putting music together for this show. I think in general they're referred to as like the Space Dandy Band, but it's—it's—it's it's, oh it's a lot bigger than that.
1: Honestly, bringing together a bunch of different artists to bring in their own flavor but it still all fits somehow
0: yeah that's incredible you know and obviously they're probably working together in a studio and stuff but still just creating their own individual pieces Mm -hmm. so both of the op and the ed are technically by the space Dandy band but i'll give you a little bit more of who they're exactly performed by so let's talk about that op and ed so our op is viva namida which translates to viva tears by yasuyuki okamura Laura, what did you think of that OP?
1: It was so much fun. The colors were so beautiful. The song, I wanted to put it on repeat. Like, it's so, it's so much fun.
0: Yeah. It's again, so funky it's fresh. perfectly that funky space retro. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had to use three words to describe it, those are them. <laughs> That's funky it. Funky
2: space You make quote me. Yeah. God, I love it. It's one of those like, it's a cute little toe tapper. Um, You can put it on in the background and just like fucking vibe. Yeah. Uh, it, I love it. Yeah. Those
1: visuals videos on youtube where it's like this song for 10 hours i would be fine with that with this one that's your
2: like white noise you go to sleep with this is it's just a song on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> i can't go to sleep without my space daddy op music <laughs> oh my god you heard it here first
0: While we're talking about the op i guess it's also fitting to talk about the visuals of the op but i also i guess I want to use those as an excuse because we didn't really talk about how beautiful the animation for the show is
2: Oh, my oh, God. It is yeah. gorgeous. Isn't it, like, 2014 or is it 2017? It's 2014. For 2014, this is stunning because it feels like it came out in the last, like, five to six years. I agree.
0: And it's not a Studio Trigger production, but it gives me that same kind of, like, flowiness in, like, mm. pen stroke and animation that Trigger has. Honestly, yeah. I can see it's it, Bones, like, right? It's Bones. Yeah, yeah. Um, It looks like Darling in the Franks. You know, yes. it looks like Kill a Kill in that flowiness, I should say. Uh, and so, like, you know, I can honestly see them being in a similar universe and stuff. Like, if they ever wanted to create that kind of a crossover, I'm sure Danny would want them to create that kind of a crossover.
2: <laughs> I mean, Studio Bones did Bungo Stray Dogs, and look how like smooth and like how much movement movement is in that anime.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean yes. I mean we we have acknowledged Bones as uh uh <laughs> Bones as an anime studio. They ranked very high on our our uh, ranking of anime studios over on the Patreon.
2: And the guy that plays Angel works there. <laughs> there you go.
0: Oh, I get it. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, really, David Boreanaz works at Studio Bones? Oh, Bones! <laughs> like the show.
2: Who is Zoe Deschanel's sister?
0: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just qt over here explaining the joke
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> shout out to qt i literally
0: was just so confused i was like huh what a weird piece of trivia that i don't believe <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was that moment for me too
0: <laughs> but yeah it's a good op but let's also talk about that ed so our ed is x jigen a yokuso or welcome to the x dimension by etsuko yakushimaru Lord, what'd you think of that ED?
1: I thought this outro fit the anime incredibly well so did the visuals i thought it was a really great way to end the episode every episode i thought it was just it was a fun time i liked the op more but this was still a good time for me
0: yeah it's very vibey it's also Mm. in a different way also very fitting of that space you know music but it's a little bit more like a retro vibe
1: yes
2: yeah that's perfect he took the words out of my mouth i like how like calm it is too it kind of gives me the same it's not, it doesn't sound the same but it gives me the same vibes of Ooh, oh i could see I that guess,
0: literally just in the fact that they're both very calm socks yeah <laughs> <laughs> I have no other way than that.
2: That's definitely not my pick. This, week.
0: I mean, I no, would I'm, hope joking. Not. I'm joking. I'm we- joking.
2: <laughs> this sounds like the kamisama kiss,
1: Opie.
0: Oh, you know, so this actually, yeah, I love this ED a lot. The visuals are uh, also really good for this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're a little bit more abstract, right? It's very like crayon drawings or something. Like I don't know exactly how to put it, but it's very. There's this art style that this is. It's very uh, unique to Japan. I've seen this same art style in things like. Nintendo games like WarioWare games like this looks like a WarioWare game for anyone that's ever played a WarioWare game
2: oh yeah I see that
0: so there's actually a few more EDs I think like only like three more like the last like, three episodes have their own three or four episodes have their own EDs and we're not going to do an ED ranking for this episode but I just want to point out one of the bands uh that does one of the EDs It's for episode 21 uh the song is called White House and it's by a band called Ogre You Asshole And I just love that. My God.
1: That's incredible. Thank you for sharing this with me. This is
0: the best. But uh, outside of that, obviously, these are, uh, yeah, really great music on this show. Let's talk about the music just a little bit more as we move on to our segment. What modern or contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Lauren, why don't you tell me who you think would have done a good job with that OP?
1: So um it's funny that Jackie recommended this anime this week to us because she loves to play this game with me. So um she helped me this week actually cuz she's like I want to oh, play. Oh
0: weird. That's fine. Weird. <laughs> weird Weird.
1: she she loves playing and i was like well the next one's space dandy she was like i love space dandy so anyway she helped me this week um the first one i think is absolutely knocked straight out of the park it is the shapeshifters featuring billy porter their song finally ready
0: that's pretty good yeah i isn't it no Hell question yeah, that's about it. Great. Jackie did a great good job, job, Jackie. Here.
1: I know. I was like, damn, Jackie. So good job, Jackie.
0: Too bad Laura didn't. <laughs> have an answer that is my answer i (laughs) listened to it and i was like that
1: fits
0: (laughs) that's like it's jackie's answer jackie you did a great job jackie did
1: a great job i knew i wasn't gonna find anything better she
0: (laughs) lauren uh decided not to participate this week but jackie killing it like always Uh, listen if anyone
1: wants to play and i just read your answer out i'll do it you're like
0: i will be a vessel for anybody
1: I will be an absolute vessel for anyone. So if you feel strongly about an OPR and (laughs) ED and their artists, hit me up. Let me know.
0: You just message Lauren and she will say it on the podcast.
1: And I will give you full credit. Full
0: credit. She does not lie about it. I'll give her that credit. <laughs> She's not sitting here being like, this was all me. <laughs>
1: this was all me. No, no. This was
2: 100% Jackie.
0: Skylar, who'd you go with?
2: Okay. So when I was listening to it, the voice isn't like super there, but it did remind me of it. It's by a little band called Ozone. Uh, huge, huge meme back in the day uh, with the Numa Numa song. That's not the song I went with. It's by Ozone. Their song, Deche Plung Chele. We'll i
1: i I think i think it was good yeah no i think the instrumentals are definitely there i think the vocals are closer than you think they are i thought this was a really nice
2: happy yeah i thought it was a good choice
0: yeah i think the vocals might even honestly be a little closer than jackie's choice
2: yeah yeah yeah. wow jackie i'm so sorry
0: but ultimately (laughs) the vibe and the instrumentation is way better in jackie's choice
2: Mm -hmm. i would agree but, yeah, I just couldn't escape it.
0: Yeah. No, I, ultimately, I think it was a very good choice. Thank you. I definitely didn't win here this week. I didn't come in with any aspirations that I would. My selection really only works for, like, the very beginning of the OP, where it's a little bit more, like, horn-heavy, Uh, you know, like, the big uh, crescendo intro before, like, the rest of the song. Yeah. Uh, and the vocals don't really work well either, but it really matches the vibe and the energy. I, wanna, I went with, uh, I want to take you for a ride from the Marvelous Capcom 2 soundtrack
2: i like it i like i hear what you mean yeah but like yeah the instrumentation everything is great yeah, it's a good time for both songs. I think are a really,
0: really good match.
2: I think you did a good job.
0: No, I mean, yeah, it's not that great, but thanks, y'all. Um,
2: I so think it's I think great. it's better than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, think yeah, yeah, I it think you need a little too. bit more credit. Yeah, yeah no,
0: no, meow, 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 yeah, meow, 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 All right, Laura, Is Meow here. <laughs> who'd you go with for that outro?
1: So again, Miss Jackie, shout out. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I am just channeling Jackie this week. Uh, but her song choices for artists are incredible. The vocals don't match, but I mean, that's really hard to find. The vibes, however, for Sophie Tucker's Summer in New York...
0: It's phenomenal, yeah. Uh, Jackie continues to kill it out of the park here. I
1: know. Good job, we might Jackie. have to
0: disqualify you from using Jackie as a resource. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing too well.
1: <laughs> Jackie's too strong. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought this was great. Or just
2: get better at lying. Oh my god. No, I don't Can you want do to that take to it your away friend, Lauren. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. If
1: Jackie I wants don't to think play, you would care. Oh, but That's if Jackie wants that you to play, play lie, and let me she be She has the best artist.
2: I'm going to give her credit. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> well, good job, again, Jackie. We might have to put this under consideration. We might have to put this to a vote.
2: <laughs> yeah, good job, Jackie. Not Lauren. Yeah, good job, Jackie.
0: Scott, who'd you go with?
2: <laughs> okay, listen.
0: <laughs> listen.
2: So it's one of those things where I like, you know, you just like get a sound and you can't get away from it. Yeah. And specifically the part of the ED that's like 53 seconds sounds exactly <laughs> <like that. laughs> Hey! Wow! Hey! Hey! You were talking about the the horn section. Yeah, but I knew, I
0: didn't come out here with a timestamp.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like when it happened, when I was like, really... audience,
0: What does our audience have to do? Go back and uh, say, yeah, YouTube audience. and find the ED. Click to each fifty three seconds. <laughs>
2: Audience, queue up 53 seconds and then go to Olivia Newton-John's physical at 43 seconds. The voices obviously don't match, but the like... That's so hard to do with something like this. Yeah, but the music...
0: I I mean I see again. Compare
2: I, that to fifty three seconds. Compare to fifty three seconds, a masterpiece.
0: <laughs> I I see where you're going for, right? I don't need I do to go too. back and listen to the fifty three second mark or whatever,
2: because <laughs> you know I'm right, no <laughs> joke.
0: Because I, but I I I get the vibe for sure, one hundred percent.
2: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I on agree. all. I think I did a good job. I think, <laughs> I think you, did <laughs> you did too. Yeah, no, I think this
1: is a fantastic choice. You swear, Not like we're over here, just like
0: <laughs> and being like shitting this is on fucking it. Garbage. What the
1: fuck?
2: Simon? Listen, oh. I know the two of you hate this.
0: <laughs> we'll have to see what Jackie thinks as our third player this week. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I went with what I think is actually a pretty good choice. Better than any song could ever, it captures the vibes of the show, right? At least in the music video, mm-hmm. and also in the song. And I think the vocals are, are pretty good, but ultimately vibes are really where I went with here. I ended up going with The Loneliest Time by Carly Rae Jepsen featuring Rufus Wainwright. We reached the moon, but lost in space, I think we got there all too soon. I'm coming back for you, baby i'm coming
2: back for you yeah this song is so fucking good and it's so east dandy just all over
1: and if it's the Ed really, really well too. I think this is a yes. great choice. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think this is fantastic choice. Pj, thank
0: you. I was as soon as I heard it while I was watching, it, I was like, this reminds me of the loneliest time. Like this, essentially the space, the space breakdown in yeah. the loneliest time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I agree. I see where you're going.
0: Yeah, I'm glad we all honestly all had very good choices. Skylar, me, Jackie, Jackie.
1: Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> and
0: Jackie, <laughs> honestly, great. Regardless, so that's such a fun time to go through these songs uh, have some weird debates about that <laughs> uh, Skylar thinking that we hate all of her choices even though we don't because they were all we great choices don't.
2: we're all the victims of our own story I mean hero.
0: <laughs> Skylar oh no God. some people are the victims of their own story some people have very intense victim seriously. conflicts including Skylar while playing the Opie and ED game <laughs> <laughs> uh but that's where we're going to close that game and our music segment as we take a quick break to watch some additional clips some additional context and get lauren's closing thoughts on space dandy so we're gonna do that and we'll be right back so stay tuned Alright, we're back. We had learned learn to watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional dancing moments, uh, surfing moments, and ridiculous just space dating moments. So tell me, Lauren, <laughs> after all of that, obviously Space Dandy is a goofy, funny, ridiculous show. Uh, mm-hmm. And it continues to be goofy, funny, and ridiculous. Obviously, even in moments that are a little bit more serious, right? Like, you saw a little bit of emotion here and there. Uh, it's still a goofy, fun time. Uh, and maybe it's just goofy enough that you want to keep watching it, or maybe it's just a little too goofy to keep you interested. We know until we ask you the question, Lauren, would you keep watching Space Dandy?
1: I love how this show sets itself up because under no circumstances do you ever feel like, oh, this shouldn't be told the way it is. It is funny. It's ridiculous. And it is just something to like have on and make you feel good and to make you laugh in this dark tragic world that we live in so i liked it from the beginning i know she was only in it for like a second but scarlet <laughs> has me in like a vice like grip i think she was my favorite i mean they're all incredible probably
2: between her thoughts she could bring a watermelon
1: As she probably could and uh she's my favorite of the cast of characters personally
2: that's so interesting i thought you and i would have the same favorite who's your favorite well, who's yours I went with QT. Oh, QT was my second favorite. QT was
0: great. I love QT. I love Big Bombastic personality, so I went straight straight for Dandy. I knew it. Of course. Yeah. Every time he was like, Name's Dandy, but you can call me Space Dandy. I was like, That's longer. that's the
1: point he deserves respect right and even going through this and seeing a little bit more of the respect that he demands i i think i'm gonna have to respect him and continue watching space dandy this was just so much fun
0: uh you absolutely love to see it jackie will be so happy to hear after all the work she put in for this episode (laughs) (laughs) and recommending this episode again jackie and our unnamed uh, and our unnamed submitter thank you for recommending this anime for us
1: Yeah. Honestly, uh, it was so great. Thank you so much.
0: Awesome. Very happy to get to rewatch this. And I'm glad that Lauren got to watch this.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: You know, I remember how big of a deal this anime was when it came out. Literally, mainly because obviously it was from the Cowboy Bebop creator. And I was a huge Cowboy Bebop fan. Obviously still am. So I I was right there January 4th ready to watch it there was it was also a big deal that we got it you know a day before japan it was it was all cool stuff all around so
1: all cool stuff. I'm all glad
0: that Lauren has gotten to experience this. Thank you once yeah. again for submitting it. But let's talk about who else might like it or might not like it. As we ask the question, would you recommend Space Dandy to someone looking to start their anime journey?
2: No, I wouldn't either. I mean, you know what? Maybe if they were very non committal and they were kind of into the goofy, like B movie, like sci fi stuff. Like, again, it's one I of mean, those very it's specific It's so things. varied.
0: Like, I think there's a, a version of like, Because, you know, we have our thumbs up, thumbs down, and our viewer discretion is advised. And I feel like viewer discretion is advised could work here. Uh, But I also think, like, it's maybe so ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's my reservation, too. It's like, maybe, like, it doesn't have to be far to your anime journey. You know, you don't have to be, like, years in to be able to be like, okay. But I think you just just need to understand, like, How animes are structured to see how this is deconstructing that structure.
1: Yes. You know, you can't
0: appreciate the deconstruction if you don't know what the structure is
1: exactly yeah so you need to know the quote-unquote rules and what anime more traditional anime looks like before you jump into something like this but i think like you said it could be a really fast jump into it
0: yeah but if you just have like a friend that like is really into like south park and family guy and is just looking for something else to watch like, sure, go ahead and recommend them say Space dandy, but don't recommend it to them because they're looking for an anime. Just recommend it if they're looking for something to watch. A
1: show, yes. But if someone's like, yeah. hey,
0: I'm looking to start watching anime, I don't think Space dandy's it but right i do think it's amazing
1: (laughs) yes oh yes and like you said if it's just like a show great recommend it as specifically anime not not the first one
0: yeah but it'd be like watching um an austin powers movie without ever having even heard of james bond like you don't get what's so funny about the deconstruction you could still find it funny but you don't get just how funny it is you know Mm
2: -hmm. right Mm -hmm. yeah no Mm -hmm. i
0: agree but that said so yeah that is a kawaii success but a kawaii thumbs da- a kawaii to see thumbs down for our recommendation uh not because it's bad but because it's just uh maybe not the best starter anime but mm-hmm. that said there's still one big question left to ask and that question is
2: is there an amv for that amv anime music videos is there
0: All right, Lauren, give me your song and artist for Space Dandy.
1: Well, I mentioned Star-Lord earlier, and um, I kind of get ish. Guardians vibes from this. Yeah, I see it. Where it's funny and just ridiculous. So I ended up picking the classic classic song from that classic classic scene in Guardians of the Galaxy, Come and Get Your Love by Redbone.
0: Yeah, I think uh you are we're always gonna be super safe because Space Dandy does have very similar vibes, but just double checking, yes, there is one AMV for Space <laughs> D to come and get your love. <laughs> so yeah. that is three points in the book
2: baby (laughs) wow all right wow now it's time for the super secret not so secret bonus round lauren do you think there's any possibility out there in all of space that there's an amv to space dandy for evanescence bring me to life
0: all right lauren use your evanescence
2: because this could fall into the Mr. Osamatsu
1: situation where it's just so ridiculous it exists
0: yeah, right. It's, it's a question, right? Is is it as parodic as Osamatsu, where it makes sense, or is it still grounded enough that it's not? It's funny, but not that funny to make it.
1: You know, this is funny. It does have some "quote unquote" more serious moments. Some, I'm, I'm gonna say, no, not not this time.
0: All right, Lauren. <laughs> looking at it now, you are absolutely right. Yeah, of course. There's no AMVs for evidence is <laughs> me to life to space, Danny? So that is four points not in yet. the book for you. <laughs>
1: That was—is that a threat? I was about to say that was so
0: threatening.
1: Is this a threat? Oh. Oh,
0: Always. <laughs> yeah, well, regardless of Skylar's very, very intense threats, Menacing. <laughs> that is still a kawaii success in the book, a do-not-recommend Kawhi-Nessie thumbs-down, and four points in the book as we continue here oh. through listener month number one with our recommendation once again from Jackie and our unnamed submitter.
2: What a fun uh, time this was. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Yes, Lauren,
0: I'm glad you uh, had fun today.
1: I had so much fun. I'm so excited to keep Space dandying.
0: <laughs> Woo! Space dandying down the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad you had a good time. And more importantly, I hope our listeners had a good time, a fun time, a the breast restaurant around time.
2: God damn it. I was going <laughs> to say a restaurant time. <laughs> <laughs> a oh no, the love of my life, I accidentally set on fire and killed time. <laughs> and a never getting to eat the legendary ramen because you waited to. To Eat it time. The Phantom oh, Robin. The Rum. Phantom Robin. It's
0: my favorite Sours movie. The Phantom
2: of the Robin.
0: <laughs> well, until <laughs> next time, we hope your weight isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ.
1: I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren.
0: And my name's PJ, but you can call me Space PJ. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.